Friday, the regular Friday features are beginning, and we start with you, big dummy. Let's get Esmeralda back on. Hi, Esmeralda. Hello. Ready to hear about some dummies? Oh, yeah. All right. And then we get to vote. All right. This is where I read real news stories of real dumb people doing real dumb stuff, and then we vote. Let's begin. Dummy number one, dummy number one, dummy one. A Long Island criminal defendant tried faking his death to avoid a jail sentence, but the phony death certificate his lawyer submitted had a glaring spelling error that made it a dead giveaway for a fraud, prosecutors said. Robert Berger, 25, of Huntington, New York, now faces up to four years in prison if convicted in the illegal scheme, the alleged scheme, Uh, That's in addition to the pending sentences for earlier guilty pleas to charges of possession of a stolen Lexus and attempted grand larceny of a truck. Punishment prosecutors say he was looking to avoid. It will never cease to amaze me the lengths that some people will go to to avoid being held accountable for their criminal charges, uh, Nassau County District Attorney Madeline Singa said on a telephone interview. Arraigned by video Tuesday because of the coronavirus pandemic, uh, Berger pleaded not guilty to a single count of offering a false instrument for filing. A judge set the bail at $1, but ordered Berger back to jail uh, because of his underlying cases. His next court date is scheduled for July 29th. Um, A message seeking comment was left with the public defender who took over Berger's case after the lawyer who submitted the suspicious death certificate claimed that he'd been used as a pawn and had nothing to do with the alleged shenanigans. Scheduled to be sentenced for a year in jail last October on the theft-related charges, Berger fled the state while taking steps to convince his then-lawyer, prosecutors, and the judge that he had killed himself, including allegedly using his fiance to pass along a bogus death certificate. At first glance, Berger's purported death certificate looked like an official document issued by the New Jersey Department of Health, Vital Statistics, and Registry. But there was one big problem. Registry was spelled R-E-G-S-I-T-R-Y. <laughs> there were also inconsistencies in the font type and the size that raised suspicion, they said. The real New Jersey Department of Health, Vital Statistics, and Registry confirmed that Berger's death certificate was fake. Uh, Berger was alive, but not entirely well. While supposedly dead, he had been arrested in suburban Philadelphia on charges of including allegations that he provided a false identity to law enforcement and stole from a Catholic college. Good Lord, this guy. He was sentenced in January for up to a year in jail. Uh, Berger's case was reminiscent of one six years ago in which a former Coast Guard petty officer turned shoe salesman posed as a former military lawyer soliciting clients and appearing in court. That man, Kenneth Goldstein, was outed as a fraud when he was started to rambling in an unlawyer-like fashion in the Long Island courtroom. Uh, You're going to get caught, Singa says. We say it all the time. Crime does not pay. 
We will catch. Uh, we will catch up with you eventually. In this case, it's never a good idea to submit phony documents to the district attorney. We were able to make sure that he wasn't able to get away with it. What kind of life you think it is being the father of a young dummy? And for every dummy, there's a dummy. Dummy number two, dummy number two, dummy number two. A Michigan woman who wanted her ex-husband murdered tried to hire a killer via the farcical website rentahitman.com. <laughs> Uh, according to investigators, uh, Wendy Wine, 51, this month, uh, filled out a service request form on the site, which describes itself as a you-point-and-click solution and boasts 17,985 U.S.-based field operatives. Site, visitor, uh, site visitors are assured that Rent-A-Hitman is compliant with the provisions of the 1964 Hitman Information Policy and Protection Act. Recent update on Rent a Hitman noted that we are still open during the COVID 19 pandemic. Our Wuhan offices will be working on a reduced schedule. The form wine submitted to the website identified her former spouse as the intended victim, prompting Rent a Hitman's operators to contact Michigan State Police since it appeared wine was serious about soliciting a murder. An undercover trooper subsequently went to wine and met wine in a parking lot. Near her South Rockwood home, a uh, village about 25 miles south of Detroit, Wine allegedly offered the supposed hitman $5,000 to kill her ex and gave him an upfront payment to cover travel expenses since the target lives in Tennessee. Wine was subsequently arrested and charged with murder solicitation and using a computer to commit a crime, both felonies. One dumb ain't enough in this house. You got to bring home super dumb. But if you and Rollo are going to be in the movie, I got the perfect name for it. Super Dummies. Dummy number three. Dummy number three. Da, 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 three. When stealing from Walmart in broad daylight, it is best to work your way up the 65-inch Ultra TV uh, HD television. Uh, Florida cop, Florida, of course. Florida cops are seeking to identify the woman who Sunday afternoon tried to push a shopping cart containing the massive TV out of the store in Mulberry, a town 40 miles east of Tampa. According to police, the suspect, accompanied by a female cohort, placed assorted electronics items into her cart before adding the 65-inch Philips TV, which sat precariously in her cart. When the woman bypassed the checkout lines and headed for the door, Walmart security stopped her and asked to see her receipt for the items in the cart. The woman could not produce evidence that she had paid for the merchandise. At this point, the woman's accomplice took the smaller items from the cart and placed them in her car. The duo then fled in the vehicle, leaving the $450 TV behind. The suspect's eventual apprehension seems likely since her attempt to boost the TV was captured by Walmart surveillance cameras. (laughs) Okay. There's something for you right here. Want it. Dummies. Won't be long before we'll hear the pitter-patter of tiny dummies around the house. 
All right. Esmeralda, hang on, okay? Okay. All right. We got to take another break here. We got two more dummies to talk about, and then we vote on who's the biggest dummy as the Friday features continue here on 720 WGN. Julio here on 720 WGN, and our regular uh, features continue. And our lovely guest is Esmeralda. Uh, hi, Esmeralda. Hello. Okay, we got two more dummies, and then we vote, okay? Got it. All right. <laughs> dummy number four, dummy number four, dummy number four. A junior at the University of Georgia has been given a second chance after a meatball blunder caused her to fail a test. Sam Lee was taking an online exam for her economics class while eating a meatball sandwich. <laughs> As Lee moved through the test, a meatball fell out of the sub roll and onto her keyboard, effectively exiting, exiting and ending the exam before she was finished. <laughs> um, in the email which Lee posted a screenshot of on Twitter. Uh, the student tells her professor that a meatball that had tragically fallen onto my my keyboard while I was taking an exam, uh, it hit the sort of escape button and closed the entire browser, she recently told BuzzFeed News. As panic set in, Lee started crafting an email that reportedly took her six hours to write to explain the messy situation. Six hours? In the email, which Lee posted a screenshot of on Twitter, the student tells her professor of a meatball that had tragically fallen onto his exam. Uh, this said meatball caused some malfunctions with my laptop and caused the test to submit itself. The email continues. According to a photo as the test result of the test results, the student received a 39.17% on the meatball-ended exam. The Lee concedes a falling meatball is no excuse for a failing grade on this exam. She asked her, per, her professor if she could retake the test. Surprisingly enough, her professor responded and agreed to extend the test deadline until midnight that night for her to retake it. I would recommend you take the test either before or after dinner, the professor wrote in the email. The tweet Lee shared of the July incident went viral, many sharing their own college follies. Though testing on an empty stomach doesn't usually recommend it, it is uh, safer to eat and exam separately. I'll spell it for you. D-U-M-M-Y, period. <laughs> Dummy. That's still my favorite cut. Dummy. Dummy number five. Dummy number five. Five. A fugitive fugitive of the week sought by the U.S. Marshals Service was found sleeping on a porch in New Hampshire, authorities said. John Cathcart, 55, was sought on multiple arrest warrants issued from Belknap uh, County. Deputy U.S. Sheriff Marshal Jeffrey White said in a news release, the warrants included failing to appear on a charge of being fell in possession of a firearm and failing to appear on three outstanding narcotics charges. Cathart was in a segment Wednesday featured in local media and distributed to law enforcement officers nationwide. Authorities said interviews led them to a porch uh, in Locana where they found Cathart. 
He was arrested without incident. It wasn't immediately known if he had a lawyer who could speak on his behalf. Sleeping on a porch. La dee dee, they la dee dum is dummy. Just Dama and me. And the dummy makes three. All right. It is time uh, to vote. All right. Uh, Tom will vote first. I'll vote second. And then, Esmeralda, you're going to be our third vote, okay? Got it. All right. Let me give you the recap. We got the uh, the guy who tried to fake his death, but there was a typo on the death certificate. Misspelled registry. A uh, woman tried to hire a hitman online. Got busted. Uh, we've got the uh, woman caught trying to steal a massive TV from Walmart. We've got the uh, girl who was eating a, a meatball sub, and the meatball fell out onto her keyboard <laughs> while she was taking the final exam. And we have the fugitive of week found fugitive of the week found asleep on a porch. Good week, solid week. Dumb, dumb people. All right, who's gonna who's gonna get your vote for the dummiest? Hmm. I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna give the runner up to uh Oh god, this is tough. Uh runner up I'll say the guy who tried to fake his own death. But had the typo. Had the typo. Because he got close, buddy. He got that close to faking your own death. Uh Meatball Girl, what the hell? (laughs) What is this? Oh yeah, yeah. What kind what kind of excuse is that? Oh yeah, meatball fell on my, my laptop. So I need uh, I need you to extend the deadline. Seriously. Well, she had photo proof. Okay, you can e- easily <laughs> stage a meatball mishap. It's you know I'd like to see the Zapruder film of that meatball uh-huh. hitting the uh, hitting the laptop. So please. you're you're going with Meatball Girl. I'm going with Meatball Girl. That's stupid. Okay. All right. Um, let's see. The uh, hiring the hitman online is just ridiculous. Um, the, the, um, the fugitive of the week found asleep on the porch. That's a good one. That's a good one. This guy's wanted and he's, they find him sleeping on a porch. Fugitive of the week. But I'm going to, I, you know what, Tom, I'm going to agree with you. I think uh meatball girl is, is the dummy uh, is the biggest dummy. Esmeralda, what would you uh, vote on? You know, I was enjoying, uh, what was, what was the website that that lady typed in? Uh, rent a, a hitman.com rent a hitman.com oh i'm sorry rent yeah yes. rent that one's pretty good yeah. but yeah i gotta go with the meatball lady <laughs> i want to know how big was this meatball yeah that it could cause so much catastrophe yeah it was a probably a very large meatball I'm, yeah i'm assuming a comically large meatball yeah yeah like the size of somebody's head <laughs> it just smashed her computer exactly Tomato sauce everywhere. Children you, injured. You didn't even think about oh, the effect. Wow. You didn't even think about the effect that the tomato sauce had on the keyboard. Right? Yeah. She probably was digging that out with a Q-tip for weeks. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, there it is. Uh, we're it's it's uh, it's unanimous. Meatball girl is the dummy of the week. All right. Okay, we've got time for a few of the uh, uh, context. Absolutely. All right. Well, let's uh, try this one out for 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 a size. So when I'm in your neighborhood, you better duck because Ice Cube is crazy as F bomb. Oh, 
Context, context, context. Context, context. What's up? Tell them where you're from. Straight out, out of context, 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 context. Yeah. Straight out of context. This is when you listen to this radio station 24-7. Whenever anybody says anything that you can pull out of context and it sounds a little dirty and it makes you giggle like a nine-year-old, you jot down the day, the time, who said it, and send it to nickdshow at gmail.com, and then we play them back and laugh like five-year-olds. Okay. Tom, are we ready to begin? We are ready. All right. Uh, let's start with a little uh, entry from Waukegan J. Here is Uncle Dino. Tomorrow morning I'll show it to you because really you can never get enough of that eye candy. <laughs> is he playing Billy Joel in yeah, the background? Yeah, a little big shot. A little big shot there. <laughs> what was he talking about? Uh, he was talking about his interview with Jim Gaffigan. What, what's the significance of the Billy Joel? I, I mean... Because Jim Gaffigan is a big shot? Well, I think also, they just enjoy Billy Joel. <laughs> well, Dean looks like Billy Joel. Oh, that's the other... Th- oh, oh, that's yeah. right. Remember when he, when, he, when he pretended to be Billy Joel? Do you remember that bit, Esmeralda? <laughs> no, what? Oh, God, he, it's ridiculous. He, he, dr- he was driving around in a limo in Chicago. This was when Billy Joel was... I think he was going to play at Wrigley mm-hmm. or something. Oh, okay. And everybody thought he was Billy Joel. He was posing with pictures, and he was signing autographs and stuff. Yeah, his, wow. his bodyguard was Pat Tomasulo. Yeah, Pat Tomasulo was... Oh, of, course, of course. Of course Pat Tomasulo was involved. Yeah. Of course. I'm Typical. amazed no one recognized Pat Tomasulo. Oh, it's so funny. Yeah. It's a really funny bit. I think it's 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 been archived on the on the Channel Nine website, oh, right? It's got to be. It's got to be. It's so funny. Yeah, I'll have to look for it. Oh, it's he classic. Was like kissing babies. Oh, and everything it was like just that. it was classic. Oh. It was classic. So all right, all right. People are dumb. <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, this one from Brian J. Here's Mary Vanderveld. Oh, Mary. It's really hard, Steve. She talking with Gravanich? Grzanich? Uh Talking to Bertrand. Bertrand oh, Bertrand. Bertrand. Okay. Yeah. Uh, talking about uh, a tongue twister. Oh. Irish wristwatch. <laughs> Irish. Oh. Right? Irish. Irish. Irish wristwatch. Irish wristwatch. Irish wristwatch. Wow. Yeah, you really got to over-enunciate. Yeah. For it to work. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. I have, have I mentioned how I miss uh, Mary Vandeveld? I miss Mary Vandeveld, Esmeralda. <laughs> oh. I never get to see her anymore. She used to come in. I used to be on till five, and she would come in at four thirty. Well, why don't you just stay there? I don't think so. <laughs> wow, you must not miss her very much. I know, right? I do miss her. I do. She knows, but it. not enough to stay an hour. Now nah, I got to go to bed. Maybe Mary, Mary could come in early. You know, I don't know. Oh, yeah, Mary, Mary, come yeah, in. She at, would start she coming. Would love in, that. Start coming in at three thirty. <laughs> yeah, just, just, just two yeah. for giggles. All not right, for work. We got a couple more here before we uh, take a break. Sure thing. This one's from Ed. Here is uh, <laughs> uh, a guest on the Matt Bubala show named Jimmy. We were doing it all day. Was he a guest or a caller? He was a guest. What was he talking about? Uh, his ice cream shop. Doing oh. it all day. Doing it all day. Doing it all day, baby. <laughs> what is he doing all day? Making ice cream. Making ice cream all day? All day. And giving it to people. <laughs> <laughs> that now see that sentence Esmeralda that sentence could be pulled out of context too. Oh, I'll make sure boy. it makes next week. All right. All right. Uh let's do uh, another one here. Another one here. Uh this one's another one from Brian. <laughs> Here's Uncle Dean. Jeez, Dean. Neil went down first. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Whoa, man. Hey. What was he talking about? Hey, we're talking about Neil Armstrong. Neil Armstrong. Neil Armstrong, the moon landing. Well, we just had the anniversary of that. Yeah, 51. Yep. Yep. 51 years. 51 years. Yep. We just had that anniversary. It's the 20th, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. right, Now, let's do one more, and then we'll break. All right. One more, then we break. Uh, This one is actually Matt Bubala, and not just a guest on his show. This is coming to us from Lake Geneva, Dan. It's always good to start your morning off with a little big O. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. He was obviously talking about Orion, right? Yes, sir. Yeah. All right. All right, Esmeralda, hang on. Okay. Uh, the regular features will continue. Esmeralda Leon is here, uh, 312-981-7200, and uh, we've got more uh, really immature, straight-out-of-context coming up on 720 WGN. So when I'm in your neighborhood, you better duck, because Ice Cube is crazy as F-bomb. Oh, as I leave, believe I'm stomping, but when I cross backboard, I'm coming straight out of context, context, context. 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 What's up? Tell them where you're from. Straight out, out of context. 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 Yeah. Straight out of context. It continues, and we welcome Esmeralda Leon back. Hi, Esmeralda. Hello. It's always great to have you on. Oh well, thank you. Yeah. I love being on. I'm glad. Okay, very cool. All right, uh, straight out of context. Uh, that's again where we. Uh, you guys listen 24-7 to the station whenever anybody says anything that you can pull out of context, jot down the day, the time we said it, send it to nickdshow at gmail.com. We play them back every Friday morning. All right, Tom, let's continue. All right. This one from Wild Bill. Uh, this is you. Me? Yes, you. That's a big piece of yeah, meat, too. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about the tomahawk steak. Tomahawk steak. That's oh. right. How big? How big is that steak? Oh, it's 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 like thirty six ounces. Whoo! It's like a thirty six ounce steak, and it's it's a it's the, the tomahawk steak is one of the specialties as Morella at Gibson's. Yeah, we had someone on the uh, we had someone on who was like, "Yeah, man, I had the big tomahawk steak from Gibson's. Quite a meal. Yep, quite a meal. Yeah, you'll be fed well if you go to Gibson's. There's Ooh, no yeah. there's no question about it, and it's good steak. So, Esmeralda, do you enjoy Gibson's? I've never been. Oh, it's good. But I'm sure I would enjoy it. Yeah, no, you would. You would. It's a, the steaks are fantastic at that place. Mm. Fantastic. Okay. All right, next up from our old pal, Doc, it's me. That's your favorite dick? Wait, <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me Let me think if I can remember, Esmeralda. I think we were talking about, we were talking about Bewitched. Yes. Because right. Dick York was the first Darren, and then the second Darren was Dick Sargent. Yeah. Um, so which is it? I like Dick York. I think Dick York is a better Darren than Dick Sargent. Tom likes Dick Sargent better. Uh, which which one's the the first one? Dick York. I I liked him, but he was a bit he was he seemed uh, meaner than the second guy. Oh no no the second one was meaner. Oh, it was the other way around? Oh, okay. yeah. Dick Sargent was well, much was much meaner. He was angry all the time. The first one was just wacky. Dick York was just wacky with his big ears. <laughs> well, I'll go with him then. Yeah. Uh, Dick, York is, like Dick, Dick, Dick York is a better Darren, I got to say. So that's what we were talking about. It was a very innocent conversation, Esmeralda. Sure. <laughs> sure, if you want to believe that. All right. <laughs> 
What do we got next, uh, Tom? All right, next up, uh, let's see. This one's <laughs> – so this is uh, Rokan. It's coming to us from Brian. At the end of the winter, you hose it off and you just use it again. Wow. <laughs> well, hey, by the way, uh, Tom. Yeah. Is it possible for you to – because Esmeralda's on, is it possible for you to dig out the old – Oh, boy. <laughs> Okay. See, she's already laughing. She's already laughing. You're so good. Okay, this is going to take a second. <laughs> take your say, time. Say something. All right, say something. Yeah. Do, do your job. I, I, Esmeralda, I, I just want you to hear it. I want you to, Do we have any... Did uh, did Lou show up on this week's uh, Out of Context at he all? He did not. Oh, then you have to play it. Oh. It's kind of a shocker. We um, had. A, I'll tell you something, Esmeralda. We had a lot of Lou last week. It was a big week for Lou. Yeah. Big Lou week on the on the old straight out of context. Right, I think I want to say this is it. All okay, right. yeah, this is it. Grant, they put their fingers between their legs and they got nail polish on, right? And they're going ta ta tu ta ti. You really should just have that on deck. Uh, oh no! Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, you actually you actually <laughs> actually separated just the. The ta ta ti Yeah, that. Yeah, we can we can get that on the hotkeys. I can't make that happen for you. <laughs> All right, what's next? Oh God, I don't even remember. Uh, I, I got another rogue con here. Okay, uh, he's gonna have a good week this week. Uh, this one's coming to us from actually Carrie. Uh, sent in all of the next few of them. Oh, okay. Uh, she did a very good job this week. Thank you, Carrie. Uh, so uh, this is from Roe. With her, you can do whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm gonna I'm gonna play these without comment. I'll tell you who it's at, and I want you to figure because they're all from the same conversation, but they have to be they had to be separated because it's out of context. Uh, so just listen to them, and I want you to tell me what they're talking about. So this next one is another row from Carrie. What are you wearing other than that electrical cord? <laughs> <laughs> what? What? Uh, another row here. You can actually integrate a um, a sexual device. What? <laughs> and then what? Wait, what? And then Kevin Powell from Carrie. Oh God! I mean, do you want a male voice in your bedroom row? <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, what are they talking about? Esmeralda, you got you got a um, guess? Siri. Siri or Alexa? They are. They are because they're talking about how people were falling in certain people are, are, are you know, did love. you hear because of the, you know, because people are stuck inside, they're starting to have men are starting to have crushes on Alexa and stuff. What? Yeah. You know they could talk to real people uh, yeah. on the internet and all that now. <laughs> yeah. Why do they what? Yeah, I don't know. I've not no explanation for it, but that was a news story this week. I'm not kidding. Yeah, big story. So it's this week. turning into like a her situation. Exactly. Very That's much. exactly what it's turning into. Everybody's See, but, everybody's Joaquin Phoenix now, falling in love with Scarlett Johansson. See, but Siri doesn't even have a personality. Yeah. That's very rude of you, Esmeralda. What? She's, She's a nice a lady. Dimensional person. She certainly doesn't sound like Scarlett Johansson. She sounds jealous. A, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That movie, that movie, by the way, is beautiful. I I I love that movie, and I think oh, I totally yeah. Oh I, I God, was, I love that movie, and Joaquin Joaquin Phoenix is fantastic in it. We should get a smart speaker called an Esmeralda. 
Yeah. <laughs> but all she does is talk about I love the eighties. <laughs> hey, remember the 80s? Hey, remember the eighties? Goat boy. TV show where people talked about the eighties. So it's it, it's like goat remember Goat Boy? Yeah. Yeah. Goat Boy. Hey, remember the eighties? <laughs> Jim Brewer. Hey, Esmeralda, uh, what's the temperature today? I don't know, but Scott Ian used to be on I Love the 80s. <laughs> Scott Ian said this one time yeah. about the weather. Yeah. All right. What's Teddy next? Ruxpin. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. This one's uh, uh, from Fox Valley Mike. Here's John Williams. I ride it about once a week. Was he talking? <laughs> what? You talking about his bike? Uh, talking about the once a week. Talking about the CTA. The C- Wait a minute. Oh, the CTA. Okay. Wait a minute. John Williams rides the CTA about once a week. Get out yeah. of here! Yeah, just to he says just to see what's going on. He says Wait, I you don't see, believe him. He wants to give the he wants to give it kind of the dipstick test. I can't even on. picture John Williams on the CTA. Well, that's because he why, wears a why disguise. Do you, why not? He wears a disguise so no one can recognize him. Uh-huh. Oh wow! Yeah. He, All right. He wears a false mustache. Yeah. <laughs> John Williams with a big mustache. That would be quite the look. And he never speaks because yeah. then otherwise it's over. You know, they all. Oh, yeah. No. They can always recognize I mean, John you know Williams. The, we know the John Williams groupies. Yeah. There's a so lot of. on the CTA now. Yeah. All right. There you go. All right. Last one here. Oh, actually, I've got a couple more here. This one's uh, Ben Bradley. Oh, Ben Bradley from WGN TV, and this is coming to us from Brian. For example, I have a, a husband and wife. What? He has a husband and a wife. Uh huh. What what show was he on? He was on Row Show. He was on Row Show. He shows up. He, he pops in to talk with Row. Oh, okay. Yeah. What what was the context there? Just talking about a news story. A news story. Yeah. He's got a husband and a wife. He's got a husband and a wife. Wow. How about Kinda that? Like- How about that, Esmeralda? Good for him. <laughs> kind of like a kind of like a Bill Paxton big love situation. Ah, I got gotcha. you. There you go. All right. All right, last Choices. one. Last, last one, one here. All right. Uh this is uh from Tim and it's Rokan. I'm paying for her, aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> Once again talking about smart speakers. Uh-huh. Smart speakers. Uh-huh. Boy, st- strong week for yeah. Roe. Oh, look at that. Yeah. What are you, Karnak? What's, what, what's, <laughs> sis, boom, ba. <laughs> you remember that one, Esmeralda? No. Sis, boom, ba. The sound an exploding sheep makes. Yeah. What does this, what does oh. this exploding sheep make? What sound does an exploding sheep make? That's the answer to the question. Sis, boom, ba. <laughs> Oh, Karnak. <laughs> you gotta love Karnak. All right. Um, let's see. We're gonna move on here. And I'll play this little intro here. What do you do? No one else can dance like you. So what's all of us? There ain't nobody spies. Someone took your plans away. So what's all of us? Spies, 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 like us. Uh, 
yeah, this is uh, Nick D Show Spies. We do it every Friday. You listen all week long, 24-7 to this station. Whenever anybody mentions me or the show in any capacity, we want to know about it. You become a spy. You jot down the date, the time, who said it, and send it to nickdshow at gmail.com. All right, Tom. All right. So, uh, as, as I don't know if you know this, but the morning show is obsessed with Nick. Oh. Yeah. They are. I didn't know that. I, I, I'm just realizing this now. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're totally obsessed with them. Uh-huh. It's really weird. It's uncomfortable, <laughs> I think, for everyone involved, including them. Is the whole time just Nick-related topics? Well, that, that's the first hour. The okay. first hour oh, okay. is they Cause recap when, us. Because when Bob comes in, he, you know, he listens when he comes in, and he always finds some very strange things that we talk about. Oh, so, so all of it. Yeah, 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 pretty much, yeah. <laughs> all right. All right, so this one's coming to us from listener Tom. Thanks, yeah, Tom. Thank you, Tom. Uh, and here's Bob Surratt. Somebody making popcorn around here? You know how that smell permeates everything? I, I smell either that or uh, something's burning down here on the floor, but I think it's popcorn. <laughs> I had some yesterday. <laughs> But, well, Not, but you still had, smell like at home. You, at home, yeah, you had right. some. Yeah. Now that you mention it, I do. I didn't until you just said that. Uh-huh. Smell that? Yeah. I think someone overnight had some. Blame it on Nick DiGiulio. You know, it's like uh, <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe Nick had some. The um, or Tom, his producer. No, I can tell you who it is. Esmeralda, do you know who it is? Who makes? Who remember someone who would make popcorn? Uh, no. <laughs> Well, uh, it's Adam, oh. our, uh, our our overnight engineer. He makes popcorn. It's not me, and uh, I don't mind the smell. Quite frankly, I happen to love the smell of popcorn, but it's not me. I always get blamed for everything that happens for the well, overnight. You're the yeah. face. You're the face of overnight. Yeah, so. yeah. Uh, I always get blamed. Hey, man, I'm a walk of famer. <laughs> <laughs> you should, again, you should wait. The uh, extra hour or so. Yeah. And say, look, I didn't make the popcorn. I didn't steal yeah. Dave and its yogurt. I didn't do any and of that. Just burst in. <laughs> All right. We have any more? No, that's it. That's it. All right. Esmeralda, hang on. Okay. All right. Uh, when we come back, we're going to get fly. And if uh, we got some fly jams to play, it gets funky every Friday morning right around this time. 312-981-7200. When I grew up on the farm, fly was something we sprayed to kill and jam <laughs> was something we put on our breakfast toast. Jam. Fly jam. Fly jams Friday. Oh, yeah. This is Fly Jam Friday on your overnight radio with my man, Nick D, on 720 WGN. Ah. All right, Fly Jam's Friday, that's what it is. Uh, every Friday, right around this time, we get funky, and uh, DJ Luscious Hushes shows up and starts playing some Fly Jam's. Esmeralda's with us. Hi, Esmeralda. Hello. Ready to get Fly? Oh, yeah. All right, we play great R&B and funky stuff to start your Friday. Uh, let's say hello to Luscious Hushes. Oh, yeah, Luscious Hushes, baby. Yeah, there he is. <laughs> uh, do you remember how he got that nickname, Esmeralda? Because he's so luscious? From his volleyball team. Oh, <laughs> that makes complete sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like everything else about Tom, it makes complete sense. 
All right. Uh, all right, Luscious Hushes. What, 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 what the hell? Was that a record scratch? What, 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 <laughs> exactly. the, what the hell? Yeah. Uh, we got a little <laughs> little request here from our friend Glenn. Yeah. It's Karen White, Walking the Dog. What's, what's wrong? Tom. Tom's losing it for some reason, Esmeralda. In a good way? He's laughing his ass off. What 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 what, what is going on in there? Uh, is this a song about a woman walking her dog, man? No, she's tre- she's treating her man like a dog. Nah, I think she's yeah. just walking a dog. No, she's treating her man like a dog. <laughs> or alternative. I it, though. I, she's, wa- she's just taking a dog for the walk, you know? <laughs> did, did you listen to the lyrics at all? Yeah, she says, I'm, I'm walking the dog. I'm, he's, he's yeah, my but did best you hear, friend. The, did you hear the setup? <laughs> she's te- she's treating a man. She's treating her man like a dog. Esmeralda, I, you, you understood that, right? I didn't hear that setup, but I understood that because men are dogs. <laughs> It's just I path. think I don't understand. This is a really complicated metaphor. Is uh, if this is, is what is, that is, is not really? Is V in the room with you now? While you say that, no, but uh, it's a known fact. <laughs> it's a scientific fact. Oh yeah. man! Oh man! Oh man! All right. So, did you know that song, Esmeralda? No, but I dug it. Yeah, I didn't know. I, I don't know that one either. Uh, but I, but it was it was good, and it's clearly from the eighties. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, it had that distinctive eighties sound to it. It sounded a, a a little Janet Jackson knockoff. It did. Yes, it did. You're absolutely <laughs> but right. But I enjoyed it. But okay. I enjoyed it. All right, cool. This is a nice song about a girl walking her dog. Oh you know? my Just god. <laughs> Yeah, get that my leash. Schnauzer. Yeah, it's a, yeah. It mu- it, I bet it's a, sna- a schnauzer. A schnauzer. You know, it's simpler times. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. When songs were literally about what they were about. All right, what's next? All right, next it's the whispers, and the beat goes on. Coming to us from our good pal Mike in Louisville. I think that was a first timer. I think that was the first time we played that one. I know that song too. Yeah. Famously sampled for Will Smith's Miami. I didn't know that. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, who's gonna who's gonna request that song, please? 
the Miami by Will Smith. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Bienvenido a Miami. I don't even know that song. Welcome to my- Yes, you do. <laughs> I just, I don't know. He's got this you irrational hatred of... Uh, I do not like Will Smith. I like, mean, like none at of all. us really like Will Smith. <laughs> hey, man. Speak for yourself. those songs are catchy. Yeah, I don't know. That's rude. What? Oh, you, you, do you have all his records? His record? Yeah, man. I got every, I got, I got, well, I got Big this, Willie style. I got Willennium. I mean, it is the Willennium. It, it is, is uh, it is the Willennium. Esmeralda, this, listen, he likes Independence Day. So, there you go. Me and millions of other Americans. It's a terrible That's movie. True. That's not the point. It's terrible. He punches an alien in the face <laughs> and, and says, says welcome, welcome to, to Earth. Planet Earth. No, just welcome, welcome to, to Earth. Earth. I don't know. Get it right. <laughs> I've only seen it once because it's a piece of crap. <laughs> they blow up the Empire State I don't care. They crazy. blow up everything, that idiot director. He blows I up. like Men in Black. Men in Black rules, man. I like Men in Black. I, the first one. We, let's, we should get to some fly jam. Yeah, all right, let's go. <laughs> all right, this is from Nick's dad. Uh-oh. Uh, Denise LaSalle, don't mess with my toot-toot. Yes. Don't mess with my toot-toot. Don't mess with my toot-toot. I know you have another woman. So don't mess with my toot-toot. When I was born in my bus suit, the doctor's left behind. He said you're going to be special. You sweet little toot. Yeah. Oh uh, my God. My dad loves that song. And there are I have heard that song. It's cover it, the there's a, a group in Spanish that does a cover of that. Is that right? And that's how I've heard it. Is that right? You know who else does a cover of it? Uh John Fogarty from Credence. What <laughs> I'm not I'm not kidding. He does he does a cover of it too. They, yeah, they hear it in Spanish. I was, yeah, because I heard, I was like, why is this so familiar? What? No, they did a Spanish version of Toot Toot. Yeah. Well, I think my dad's going to have to look that one up on the internet. Yeah. He seems to have a proclivity for songs about, like, infidelity. He thinks they're yeah, hilarious. Yeah, they don't, I don't <laughs> think they call it Toot Toot. Yeah. But, um. Yeah. But it's that song. Okay. It's definitely that song. All right. <laughs> Okay, right. what's next? All right, probably got time for one more here. Uh, this is a little mini Ripperton. Oh, mini Ripperton. That's Maya Rudolph's mom. Exactly. One of the greatest voices of all time. Beautiful. This one's coming to us from Mark L. and its reasons. Yeah, what an incredible voice she had! Incredible voice, and uh, yeah. Hey, Esmeralda, it was a real treat to have you on. We'll get you on again soon, okay? Yeah, for sure. And, as, and, as, and as soon as all this nonsense is over, we'll get you in studio, okay? 
absolutely. Okay, take care. Best of V as well. Yeah, thank you okay. so much. You yeah. too. Okay. Esmeralda Leon, she's awesome. All right, uh, we're going to break here. The uh, early morning news is coming up.